You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 293 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. Shane. Ricky. Oh, we're all back together again in this wonderful springtime. Yeah, springtime. Uh, hopefully, there's no avalanches coming, you know. There's been a ton of avalanches in Utah this year, for sure. So Let's just... Stay away from being active and healthy up in the mountains this year, I guess. Yeah. Because why would you do that? We want to. We want to have a nice, healthy, long no snow situation right and actually covid it's the deaths are starting to go down the n- amount of cases are starting to go down i can see this i can see psychofest in, in august happening would that be great ricky's like, i might go oh, to that dude let's get it let's get i'm it. getting my covid shot next wednesday are you i haven't got mine yet i but i guess i can sign up for one now i'm doing it I then i can it. just drink it <laughs> I can do all that at the you could Psycho drink. Fest. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, that's in what August? it's all about. In August. August, yep. Did you say you got yours already? Or no, you're... I'm going to get it gotcha. Wednesday. Oh, man, that's cool. I got to I gotta look and into that, too. And then I'm just going to snort and spit and go. <laughs> so, Ricky, how was uh, your filming of uh, Crocodile Dundee 2? Oh, that's right. It was number three. Oh, was it three? Or but no, it's a, it, it was it's a, a reboot. reboot. But, oh, reboot. remake. Oh, it I'm would sorry. Be the, sorry. Technically, it is. He knows all the. Well, he's in, and I mean, we're just three. We're yeah. just here, lucky that he's back, and he decided that fame and fortune were were not big enough to. Remember yeah, the they small fired. People. They fired me about halfway what? through. Oh, what happened? Um, they just didn't like my attitude. I got a little prima donna with them. You know, I was oh, like, yeah, I, I need a trailer. I, I need this and this. And they're like, listen, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and you were the dude for the job. I yeah. was like, man, <laughs> this is going to be the best that you get to keep the hat though. I'm kind yep. of, I'm kind Alligator of irritated hat. with Ricky though, by the way, right now, because he's beating me in the brackets <laughs> in our, uh, Barely. well, yeah, but still Ricky just guesses. And here I am going over <laughs> all the RPIs, the BPIs, and I'm going over all this stuff. Carefully choosing everything, and then Ohio State loses to Oral Roberts <laughs> for hell's sake. I, I picked all of my picks in less than 30 seconds. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I, that's going to win him the million dollars. I took like a half I took like a, 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 like a half hour to do half mine. Half a year. And do you know what's funny? I also, I also did a bracket where all the upper seeds win, you know, and just, just for fun. And I did one where all the lower seeds won as well, right? So I had, in that one, I had Oral Roberts beating Ohio State. So I took a little screenshot of that piece. I said, you guys, I knew it. And I just put that up. And everyone's like, how did you know that? I'm like, just kidding. I chose all the Lord. <laughs> I'm not. I'm an idiot. You got to go with the gut. You can't go with the heart all no, the time. No, I went with way. my gut. And that's why I chose Ohio State in most of my brackets. You got to go with the heart sometimes in those situations. Why do you think I have BYU winning the national championship every year? And sometimes you got to go with the head. <laughs> okay, so what is the, it? So the what head, is it? The heart. It's sometimes like, you got to go with the head. Sometimes you got to decide of the three. Sometimes yeah. head, head, heart, head, heart, go gut. With the gut. Head, heart, gut. Oh god, I thought you said. Well, what's the difference between the heart and the gut? 
it's different. Sometimes Do you have you feel feelings? It in your heart. Really, it is. You gotta Sometimes feel it in you your have heart feelings. You gotta, you My gotta gut, gut tells feel me this guy's gonna try and rape me in the alley. Also, sometimes you get the feeling in your balls. Yeah, I know. That's deep in the balls. I do that with uh, the women's the bracket because I look and see how many hotties do they have, and then that's who I vote for. Jesus, can I? Can I didn't vote on the women's? <laughs> a lot of sperm in the sack for this. Is one. there a women's March Madness? Yeah, it starts Monday. Oh, BYU's in it. I mean, not that I care either, so anyway. I'm going BYU women's. Anyway, speaking of the women's, uh, we've got quite a good show for you. At least we're talking about good stuff. Um, we're talking about a band named Gamma Bomb, who we've done before. Yes. We did their, what was it, uh, what was their other, I'm called, the Speed, oh, I can't remember what it's called, I wrote it down on the thing, but this time we're talking about their 2020 album named Sea Savage. That's right. They're from Northern Ireland. Don't get Northern Ireland mixed up with regular Ireland. Or Brian Higgins will kill you. Yeah. New, uh, what is it? Newry, Dublin. Dub- Newry and Dublin. Oh, well, du- so Dublin th- doesn't have a D at the end. They, they well, <laughs> it does in my world. Uh, okay, okay. Dublin. <laughs> and that's where they're from. Uh, but uh, maybe that's, I don't know where Newry is. I don't either. Maybe that is a northern But like northern Ireland's like this together. big. Yeah. It's like this but big. maybe they're coming together on that sitch. I doubt it. They hate each other. Newry Protestants and, and Catholics. Dublin. And they've been they've been bombing each other's cars for years and years and years. Well, maybe they bring it together with some gamma bomb. I don't even know if that's still. Who I didn't think about. That's maybe why they called it that. No, they're too fun uh, for that uh, for that that for depressing that, for that, uh, those thought. kind of shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, we're also talking. This is where the the women's come in. We're talking about a movie named Life Force from 1985. Yeah. Yes, and for those who've seen Life Force, know exactly what we're talking about. And it was beautiful to see. Well, spoiler. Well, well, no, there's a bunch of boobs. Well, there was one set of boobs multiple times. How about that? One set of beautiful breasts, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's like, dare I say, uh, Rembrandt is. Yeah, I don't want to say like Picasso. Don't say Picasso. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or someone <laughs> with. It's not like a Dolly. Salvador Dolly. Yeah. <laughs> Salvador Dolly. <laughs> Okay, so whoever drew the best breasts, whoever, whoever drew the best breasts, that's where these breasts came from. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Um, also, I have to. I have a confession to make, man. You know how I love Rob Zombie's movies. Yes. You know that he just came out with a brand new album. Right? I listened to it. I listened to it and I liked it. It was all name, right. I was crazy. Name the name. The, what's the title? I have, without I, looking. No, it's something, it's something the liquid about the Kool Aid acid something or experiment. Other. But I mean, I listened to Oz working and I'm like, well, holy yeah, shit, not, this is not, not bad. Yeah. Well, because he's had so many, so much bad music stuff. It seems like he's kind of goes through the motions a lot. But this one, I think, was a little bit different. It was a little bit better than what I've heard in the past. Yeah, a little more catchy. Yeah, and it's I don't know. It's, Maybe it's John Five. He's got Johnny Five. He does. In the band. Because he stole them from Marilyn Manson because Marilyn's doing some naughty stuff. And Marilyn What was Ma- he got in trouble for anyway? Uh, there, he like, he, what do you call it when you groom a lady to uh, be brainwashed into accepting the uh, sexual abuse as normal? He did that. Hmm. But I mean, guilty as charged if he's charged, but he's Marilyn Manson. Who dates Marilyn Manson and doesn't go... I saw I saw a meme that said uh, uh, Christian parents in the '90s when uh, Christian parents now when they were warning their children about Marilyn Manson in the '90s are just like you yeah. know just like, it's like yeah I saw that. duh I mean you know you just just it's just crazy but it's like 
if I'm a young, beautiful gal with with, with delightful tits uh-huh. and, and, and a nice, I'm not going anywhere near Marilyn Manson. Especially after he had sex with uh, Juice in Sons of Anarchy. And, I'm just and like, especially yeah. after he was involved in killing those kids in Columbine. <laughs> Do you really date that guy? No, I forgot no. he was involved with that. Dare uh, I? Dare I say he was the sole? He, well, was, he was, was only involved in it because of the media. He uh, wasn't involved in it. The sole responsibility it. lies on his shoulders. Yeah. There, with that. That's Jesus, <laughs> my heavens! You want to date that guy? Fuck no. They played his album backwards, and it said, "Go." Shoot you date at the a school. nice Rob Lowe. Boring, dude. Rob yeah, Lowe had a nice. way back in the day. He had relations with an underage girl. He did. Yeah. Who didn't back then? then? Yeah, that's true. And he was also did a, a sexual tape before cameras. Wait. Okay, that makes sense. That it would be before. It was like a VHS a- tape. <laughs> Someone set up a giant VHS tape machine, like a, one of these babies, where you're like, it's it's three feet. Hey, off what's your that shoulder? blinking fucking red light over there in the corner <laughs> with the giant camera lens? Yeah. <laughs> Well, any, at any rate, yeah. It's, Anywho, uh, huh. it's a it's a decent album and whatever. Um, anyway, do you guys have anything that you want to talk? It's been a while, Ricky. You want to say anything? You want to say anything? Anything before we get going? Um, I would just say that I really felt like Crocodile Dundee Three would have been the better of the <laughs> franchise. But yeah, it's. It'll, I think it'll still be. Good. No, it won't. If you're not in it, I don't care. I, yeah. I agree with him. So why don't you do this? Uh, remind people of... Uh, so we're about to do the voicemails, right? Remind the people... I haven't even looked to see if we even got any calls. I didn't even notice. But what is the question the people, if they called in, are going to be answering? Um, tell us a demon that uh, you think would be fun to hang out with. That's basically... Chill. That's basically what I put on. Because I couldn't remember exactly what it was. Yeah, so that's that, kind of that, what I put. That, that's a better question yeah. than the way I worded it. So why don't we do this? Let's play a little jingle and get right into those calls. No, yeah, no, Bringle yes, dingle. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, uh, or whatever. It's the question of the episode. The question of the episode. Call into the bone phone. Leave your answer at the tone. Question of the episode. All right, first up on the docket, we've got Marcus from Chicago. Oh, the Windy City. Here we go. The Windy City. Hey, Mike Shane, sweet baby Richie. It's Mark from Chicago calling in for the question of the episode. Let's see. What demon in a movie would be the most fun to hang out with? Okay, I got three for you. Okay. Uh, First one, we're going to go with Elizabeth Hurley as the devil in Bedazzled. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. It was fun. I used to love her. Oh, yeah. All right, the second would be Evil Ash, of course, because that would be fucking cool as hell. And the third, we're going to go with Lipstick Girl from Night of the Demons. Oh, yes, because she showed her private. That's a good one piece. That's a, that's a yeah, that's a that's a horn dog answer. He's yeah. a he's a horn. <laughs> that's a horn dog answer. That's what you hey, come on. He's 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 in the windy city. He's he's horned up. He's got the wind blowing. He's across horned his, up. He's he's got the wind blowing across. Yeah, his he wears sweatpants when the wind every, blows. He can really feel it. Oh, he's not wearing any panties. <sighs> oh, okay, sorry. Whoa, sorry, 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 sorry. Wow. Oh, 
Okay. Uh, you all right geez. there, Mike? Whoa. Did you shit like, yourself? Wow. Hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> I just, uh, I just got a little verklempt. Is it verklempt? Uh, yeah. Does that still cl- count? Yeah. When you're like just talking about getting a good sweet uh, uh, brush by the uh, by the underpants by the by the sweats and the underpants. Sweats in the in the uh, by a ghost or a demon. Okay, so matter. I think we have a first time caller here because I do not recognize this. But, oh, uh, um, here we go. Let's uh, go ahead and give it a shot. Here we go. Hey, it's Mike from, formerly from, the Vices and Teramo podcast. Oh, and yeah. I, I okay. Show and love the idea. If you're going to hang out with a demon, you might as well make it a fun one and let it be Billy Zane from oh my gosh. Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. Oh, yeah. That's my pick. Yeah. That, that's an awesome one. Oh, no. it's my, I know Mike from Vices and Teramo. It's been a long time, man. Yeah. It's like this, it's these are Cadaver Lab days. Cadaver Lab days and Vices and Teramo. Yeah. yeah. I, I've never heard of that I never podcast, knew. I never. Uh, I wonder what that means in Latin, to be honest with you. I wonder if it's like every time I say vices and terrible, I'm saying like, I like to lick my own asshole. I, I wonder if that's just Call what it, it means. Call it in, 385-351-9273. What does it mean? I don't yeah. think, I don't or, think Mike would do that Or if you can lick your own asshole, call in. Yeah, Please, really. That's call in the, with uh, that. I would love to know that. I only picture little women being able to do that, by the way. Oh, no. Big, strong men can do it, too. Well, trust no, no, me, no. Is that is it sexist? Because I feel like that's an achievement trust me, bro. that I think only women can Big, do. Big, strong men can do it, too. Trust uh, me. Probably more like yoga guys. Guys that have been doing yoga for like whoa, 10 years. Whoa, oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Oh, there yeah. are no dudes who've done yoga for 10 years. And they, Oh, yeah. Bro. They only do it with their girlfriends who do yoga, and then they break up too fast because they're willing to do yoga. Let me. Oh, give you, I'll I'm give you a joking. demonstration later. It's easy to lick your own ass. This is going to be on the cadaver. Or sorry, the corpse cast uh, extras. We'll put that. We'll this, put that. This will be on that. Shane's OnlyFans. Don't you just worry about that? Yeah, my OnlyFans. <laughs> All right, just go uh, there and see what I can do. Buddy. You know, we've only got one more call. This was kind of a light week, but uh, I mean, we'll take it, and we appreciate the calls, guys. One hundred percent. So we've got uh, tie or die, my man, yes. your man. Tie or die. Here we the go. The man. I guess we're going to say that. Well, yeah. Okay. He's the man. The man. Hey, guys. This is Ty. Um, I'll call back the question of the, the evening um, with Demon. Would I like to hang out with? And I guess I have to go with the movie I just saw recently, which would be Psycho Gorman. Oh, But only yes. if I had the stone. <laughs> so that can take him to Willie's or take him around Salt Lake. <laughs> because uh, Ty likes hunky up. boys as well. It'd be funny as shit. I think it'd be super fun, super crazy just to have him do my bidding, go get me a shot of wild turkey or go get me a Coors whenever I wanted it. <laughs> would never have to leave cool. the Willie's patio. Yeah. So, but yeah. If you haven't seen the movie yet, see it. I know y'all reviewed it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, all right. Y'all have a good night. No, definitely watch that. I've got to buy that Blu-ray, by the, the way, um, just for the extras. You know, it's, it's been getting a little more traction. I've seen it like more and more. Like um, That's because people listen to our podcast, and we gave us such <laughs> it was rave all reviews. Us. Yeah. It was all because of us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely picking up traction, which I, which is great for them. Oh, no, no. you got to give the, 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 small, the small productions their props because that's – I mean, let's be real, okay? Okay, so, okay, I'm going to tell you guys something, and I'm not trying to bash on my BYU brethren, but, like, oh, a lot of BYU fans – are very basic when it comes to like basic bitches. movies. Oh, you didn't just say I did that just about say, your BYU. And they're boys. always they're always they're all basic. <laughs> well, and they're and they're talking about hey, which is the best movie from the MCL? What's the Mar Mar or whatever the Marvel universe MCU oh, yeah. or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. And it's just like and they're I'm just like you guys, 
you think that movie's great? Have you ever seen freaking Psycho Goreman? Because <laughs> then don't even step up to me because I'm about to destroy you. But, but I don't. That's do rated it. R, Mike. Uh-huh, that's a good point too, actually. You well, know they what? got I that place down about. in Provo where they can z- cut out all the good parts. Yeah, the Vid Angel. They don't do that anymore, do they? Yeah, they're still around. Oh. They're, they I still thought do. they got in trouble. Take them, I think dude. they. I think they were. I think, but they survived the lawsuits Take because they're not actually. They're, I. I. Okay, so I don't know 100, percent but I think it's they're not changing the movie, but because you, you have to have like a device that will do it and all this other stuff and blah blah blah. I don't know. I actually have no idea. Just so don't take it down there and have them clip out all the good parts, you and then send a, send that movie. Do they rent them or sell them? Uh, I don't know. I don't Maybe know. if they just rent them, it's not illegal. But do you remember how I uh, remember how I edited out like all the tits and smoking weed of the Friday the Thirteenth for mm-hmm. my kid? Yeah. I wish that Vid Angel did all the Friday the Thirteenth, so I wouldn't have had to do that. Right. Even though there were some parts where I left in, but just covered up tits with like a black image or something like Are that. Are you kidding me? Yes, I did it all. So your son is like, I cannot wait to see a juicy set of tits. No, I feel like I'm no, having no. a day. He can move. he can watch all the I'm juicy tits he wants right now. He can oh. watch all the juicy tits he wants. He just can't. But see his the dad bloods. is not. No, his dad is not. No, he sees all the blood and violence. I keep that in. Come on, I'm American. But uh, but but he's not going to see that shit that I provide for. Him. He's not going to. If I provide it for him, that's bad. Obviously, he's seen it. It's the internet age. They've got phones. Even though they do have, yeah, a, he's like, Dad, have there's a parental no thing in this. Them. You know what would be funny to do is next time you do one and there's a, a boob scene is like put over it like some like chimp boobs or oh, some like guy boobs or something like over. Hers. First of all, that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. But do you realize how annoying it is to have to edit these shows? And, and then it's like, I don't want to put Rick Astley like, never gonna give you up. Do you know never what the gonna let you down. the best part of it? The best part. Ever. So there was one part in Friday the 13th, part five, where a, g- a girl's like, uh, she she's walking around. I can't remember. I think it was part of it. She's going up in the top bunk of her bed, and, and it has a bunch of different camera angles on her, right? Well, on one camera angle, I missed one frame of the tits. So it's like tit black. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like and that quick. That quick. And, the, and then when that happened, they both like and looked right at me, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> and I'm like, well. Dad, do women have tits? <laughs> yes, they do. Well, they're not that Because we just saw one. It's like. That you neglected to. They looked at me like I just like. Your lazy in their editing <laughs> uh, missed. I, and I, we love those. So, yes. But anyway, thank you guys for calling in so much. Uh, what's your guys' answers? Uh, my answer is I want to. I'm going tough. I'm hanging out with the wreck demon. Oh dear! Whoa! Why that one in the dark? You gotta, I know who I, you're you talking. You gotta hang about. in the dark, and you gotta just see where the night. She's takes gonna you. like bust bust your head open with that little mallet. Well, we'll see where the night takes us. That's where I'm <laughs> going with it. You, I like I like that you're all romanticized about it. See where the night. Let's just sit. Let's let's go dancing on the ceiling. That's what I tell her. Let's go dancing. That's a weird one, dude. I think it would be fun. Because you could really like mess with people and prank people to hang out with Annabelle. Yeah, just stick her certain places yeah, and she'll and like, like move. Yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. you could just totally mess with people. Um, so that would be fun. Uh, it's not really necessarily a demon, but Beetlejuice would be really yeah, fun. Yeah, no, I feel like that counts. Yeah. That would be awesome. And hey, then, nice effing model. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my to buddy Ben bar, uh, mentioned Little Nicky, the Adam Sandler one. Like, oh, he could be fun. Popeyes Except he's super effing, annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I would love it. I would. I think that would be a good one too. Yeah, 
Yeah, that little guy. That's one movie that I said Adam Sandler. No, I, I'm just. <laughs> oh, I didn't man. like the 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 voice. Yeah, just. I think that's what it was. Is him going? Yeah, fear of the good. Yeah, uh, was, when yeah. he put the boobs on the guy's head, yeah. which is the same about. voice that he does for uh, the Draculia in uh, in uh, Transylvania, Trans- Hotel uh, Transylvania. Uh, okay, Hotel Transylvania. It, it's just a fun nugget I was throwing out for free. <laughs> so I've got uh, Angela from Night of the Demons because uh, somebody mentioned uh, the boob chick. That was Mark Chicago, right. the horn dog one. But she liked to party, man, and she was doing that dance to. Not Bella Lugosi. Was it Bella Lugosi's Dead or was it the? It was that other song by, uh, uh, by Bauhaus. It was the. Uh, oh shit. That's it. Stigmata, Mar- Stigmata oh, yeah, yeah. Martyr. Yeah. I think I think it was that. Um, okay, so her, the, her, and then um, have you ever seen Lair of the White Worm? Yes. Amanda Donahoe. That nasty play. lady made yes. me go. By the way, sp- what is my wiener doing? By the way, spoiler to what we're doing next episode. By the way, because we're going to be doing that one. But uh, Amanda Donahoe, I found Lair that on Cinemax <laughs> at my grandpa's house, and I was like, "What?" And that that and Barbarella, and I was like, "Yeah, Bar- Barbarella." It's like, wow, I like that first part. I said to myself, "My penis feels great right now <laughs> at my grandpa's house." <laughs> And that wouldn't be the last time. And then I went home and screamed at my mom, why don't we have Cinemax? (laughs) Because we don't have cable. We can't afford that. I want Cinemax. But do you remember when she picked up like that Boy Scout? I mean, Boy Scout, she took him home and and, like she put him in like a tub and was washing himself. I'm like, that would be a great way to die. I'm having a flashback. I am having one hell of a If I'm going to die, that's the way I want to go with Amanda Donahoe and her tits out. And and if I got to die that way. I got to go. Yeah. It's, it's great. I'm taking that, man. You got to go. Sure. <laughs> got to go. So what do we got for next episode, Ricky? Um, So what is a horror movie that you think deserves a sequel? And um, what would you have the plot be? Or what would you think would be a good plot for it? Cool. So, so it's basically what do you want as a sequel? And what are your ideas? Yes. Can it be a movie? Can it be a movie that has a sequel? So I guess yeah, there's two. no rules. You can say zap. Yeah, sure. There's no rules. Because in... Uh, but because it's like if you wanted to redo a sequel. Like redo right. Nightmare on Elm yeah. Street Part 2 and be like, well, yeah. let's make this not weird and him jumping out of bodies and running around the pool like this at the end, which is very strange. Yeah, Shooting but just any horror movie you think that ended, and you're like, I want to see a sequel, but what would be your idea for it? But the the ideal is a horror movie with no sequel. Yeah. Sure. But you could do it. But a, there's no rules. Yeah. You, this is the no Corpse rules. Cast. Do whatever you want. Okay. Call that in at 385-351-9273. Again, that number is 385-351-9273. Shane, what do we got next? Let's get into some Gamma Bomb. What song are we doing? Wait. Let me look. Uh, Let me look because I look. Savage. I don't know. Yep. What no. Do, let's do that one. Do they have a video? Yeah, they have a video for that one, and it's great. So what? You're gonna go ahead and hear a song named "Sea Savage" from the band Gamma Bomb. Delightful.
The band hail from Newry. Newry. And Dublin, Ireland. Newry. Du- wait, and Dublin y- is normal Ireland. It says Newry and Dublin. Dublin, uh, like a suburb of Dublin, is where my grandmother grew up. The band hails from, from Newry normal. and Dublin, Ireland. Shane, Shane, are you from Ireland? Because when I see you, my penis starts doubling. I am. I am, actually, because I did my 23 and Me, and it says that I'm 53% British and Irish, which I never knew, because I would have taken advantage of that. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm Irish. I'm doing this this week. This, cause... German and, uh, and British. Uh, then I'm 23% uh, uh, African-American. Uh, well, no, I'm 2%. Hey, I'm like some kind of percent Mohawk Indian. But I'm 50 Mohawk I'm, Indian? But I'm 50% That's more. That's a sad joke. I'm oh. 50% more no, Neanderthal it's oh, than, oh. than half of the 23 and Me customers. You're Encino, man. You're funny, oh, and you don't like to wheeze the juice. I've never done one of those. I need to do that. It'd be fun. It is great. And we could connect But now up. the government has your DNA, bro. Yeah, that's that's a twist. How's mine, too? The band hails from Newry and Dublin, Ireland. And you might be saying to yourself, Shane, that's neat. But what uh, the fuck did I write here? <laughs> but what? Oh, Jesus. Jeez. Okay. Hey, give him a second, guys. Hold on. One, two, and three. Take Buckle two. Take two. The band hails from Newry and Dublin, Ireland. And you might be saying to yourself, hey, Shane, that's neat. But what inspired these Irish hooligans? Well, it was their love for trash cinema, comic books, and 80s thrash gazettes. And since 2002, the band has been delivering classic metal-inspired thrash for your inner geek. But shame. Now I know so much about the band. And I heard a song in the break, didn't I? Yeah, you did. So what is the name of this band that you're talking about tonight? That's a good question. It's Gamma Bomb. Like them on Facebook, official Twitter, at Gamma Bomb. Official Instagram, at Gamma Bomb Thrash. Uh, their official bank. Am I very frothy? I feel like I'm juicing. I mean, you're as frothy as usual, and I like that. Frothy and clammy. I feel like I'm really fucking juicing it. Uh, official band camp is a very important point that will come to the end of this uh, critique and uh, discussion of the band. But oh, okay. uh, the official band camp is bandcamp.gammabomb.com. Is it gammabomb.bandcamp.com? Gammabomb.bandcamp. Okay. That's right. Thank yeah, you yeah. for correcting me. It is the band's name first. Yeah. And then That's bandcamp. a subdomain, and I don't think they would have. Anyway. You don't want to do the opposite. Gammabomb.bandcamp.com. Yeah. Very good. Thank you, Michael. You're for welcome. Grabbing that. Sea uh, Savage released December 2020. Seventh studio album. Mm. Sixth studio album, as I learned. Oh. And. Wait, so you just said seventh and then right, six? What are right, you talking about? Right. But it's, I was wrong. Oh, but six studio albums. I but believed if, him on seven. I'm but, not going to lie to you. I got but taken. If you were paying attention to Gamma Bomb three weeks ago, you would have said, wait a minute, there's only four studio albums. <laughs> and that's because they were on Earache Records. Earache Records Did they took, go their al- took two other albums off what? the streaming. 
but they have oh. now been re-released. Cool. And they are all on. So six. Technically, there was an EP album or a, a, a first demo album. Okay. Which would make the seventh. I feel like we just did a weird math thing there that I did not keep up with. Uh, 12 tracks, 38 minutes, 49 seconds on Prosthetic Records, the new record label that they're on. Cool. What do you think? Ricky? Um, I, I, I like them. Um, I think they're fun. It's easy to listen to. Um, I, I, I like their last album we did the Speed Between for. the Lines from 2018. Yeah. The last one we did 2008? Was... I have 2008, but I think it was 2018. Yeah, it was. I must have t- typoed that. I mean, the only thing with bands and, and similar bands like this is the music kind of all blends together at a certain point. Okay. Like, you don't... It's hard to, like, differentiate. Like, oh, did it change tracks? Right. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I mean, with a lot of thrash bands, it's kind of that way. Yeah. Exactly. But it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, um, if you like this type of music, high Spotify for sure. So, okay. So, can I take you guys back? Do you want to go into the Wayback Machine for just a moment? Remember... Back when Mike was in sixth grade, how old are you in sixth grade? Twelve or eleven or something like that. Eleven. So nineteen. Let's say eleven. So nineteen eighty-seven. We'll say in nineteen eighty-seven, right? And Mikey was like, "Hey, guess what? Thrash metal bands. You love everybody. Thrash it up. You you're supposed to be a thrash metal band. You know, you're supposed to be listening to the Metallicas. You're supposed to be listening to the Slayers and the Megadeths and all that stuff, right? Because that's right. what cool dudes do. Oh my God." But Mike had a dark secret. He a liked dark Def Leppard. He loved Def Leppard. He loved Quiet Riot. Poison. He loved, and he took me round and round. I loved Rat. Rat. Okay, all these bands, and you kind of, you kind of had to like not necessarily choose. Tell your well, well, you did have to choose, like because I mean, all the thrash guys would be like you're a poser, right? I'd wear my Injustice for All T-shirt, right, and then like I couldn't tell anybody I was listening to freaking. You know, uh, rats uh, round mode. and round stuff like. Oh no, that it gets worse. Yeah. So basically, but here's the thing: the thrash metal back in those days were all about like Satan and evil and sad things. But you know what? The hair metal was all about nothing but a good time, nothing baby. Nothing but a good. I think that came time. out after night. It, it was more like I won't forget you, baby. I thought you were going to go. I, I won't forget, forget you. All that. Okay, thank you for that. But so you kind of had to hide that stuff, right? Because the thrash metal was kind of, it was awesome, but it was kind of a bummer, you know? But then you had the hair metal, which is like, it's happy time. I feel like Gamma Bomb is a mixture of both Mm. because they are super fun. They've got great humor, you know, put into their songs. They, They seem like they're having a good time. You watch their videos and you're like, Man, these guys seem fun to hang yeah. out. With. I hope I'm not. I hope I'm not like talking about the same stuff I did when we did Speed Between the Lines because it's like, it's it, yeah, it's a cares? very similar album because right. It, it, it's the same kind of stuff, but it is so much fun. Um, the things I did love about oh, and I was gonna say by the way, I would never tell anybody I was into Depeche Mode or Aha <laughs> or uh, yeah, I wanna know. Oh, that's a, me. And no, you, you can. No, I like that song. Yeah, but back then you, you couldn't admit shunned. it. Yeah, and it's just like we used to make fun of the new waivers back then. The the guys, yeah. yeah, it's like, and I'd be like shamed in my in my. In and then my you look at that guy, and he goes, man, he's fucking got those op shorts on, and he's got that sweet it's like, haircut. It's like, man, I wish I could listen to In Excess without being like judged for it. <laughs> it's so stupid. But anyway, um, no, but this album is like it's super fun thrash metal, and that's straight up. You know what? They almost remind me. They remind me more of like a band like Municipal Waste, 
yeah. a little bit than they do like a early Slayer or stuff like that because they're just having fun and it's really fast. And all this. I yeah, love yeah. I Their mean, videos are yeah. hilarious too, by the way. You should watch them. They do, and, and when you were talking about how they like the old like trash cinema from back in the 80s, stuff like that, they have the song Miami Super Cop. I didn't even know there was a movie named Miami Super Cop. You're getting out of here. But, but I'm just like, holy shit, and I watched it. I watched it since then, and I'm and like, there is. this movie is amazing. It's awful. I mean, let's be real. In in cinematic terms, it's awful, but it hit the heartstrings for Michael. I've got to see it. No, it's so, I mean, it's really bad. It's really bad, but I love that shit. You know it. Um, they have a few videos on there. They have Lords of the Hellfire Club, which I loved because in the background, they have clips from Dracula AD 1972, that old hammer flick on it. And we watched it, and I'm like, these guys, I feel like these guys know my heart. You know, I feel, I feel like they're like right in here and they're, and they're hitting the things. Miami super cops. Uh, but their best video is sea savage. It, uh, it, uh, kind of, it kind of mimics, uh, do you ever see the lighthouse with Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the video, I think it's kind of a, taking a little bit of a, a cue from that and, and going there. It looks a lot like it. And it's, and it's great. And these guys seem so much fun. I wish they would come to Salt Lake. I mean, maybe they will after the coronavirus or whatever. Yeah. Because I will be. Live? No, I've never seen them live. I don't know if they've come here. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I bet the live show would be great. Um, they they have been around since 2002 though, which is crazy to me. It's crazy that 2002 is a long time ago. By the way, it's almost 20 <laughs> years ago. Right. Yeah. Jeez, I'm getting old. It's like, uh, yeah, like like you were saying, they have a ton of releases between their full length albums and their demos. Um, I really love this album. I'm gonna give it a buy. Yes, I enjoy it as well. I love Gamma Bomb. I think they're fantastic. It's a fun romp. It's a good time. Uh, I wrote down it's it's a fun romp, high energy, tongue in cheek, high potency, good time thrash rock. I agree with that. That uh, you know the early thrash stuff was more uh, you know, raining blood, climate, climate change. Yeah. You know, and, and and earth and or or demons and 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 that's all why that. climate change isn't real because people yeah, have been complaining about it since the, the since late nuclear 80s. assault was doing it. The oil spills, the place <laughs> we live. It's just like we don't give a damn. <laughs> Um, it's a fun, I love this it. is, this was a fun album and those guys are, seem to be a fun bunch of fellas. No. And they do. And you watch their videos and you see like them live, like old, old, uh, you know, YouTube videos, stuff like that. It's like, man, come to Salt Lake guys. Come play. Oh here. yeah. We, 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 there we will at least be three people there. And oh. they're in this room. I feel like there'll be more, but even if there were only three, we take it from me and Shane. Time. Take <laughs> it from me and Shane. The only two, the only two guys at a show by a band named I can't Sphinx, remember Sphinx. By a band named Sphinx. We rocked it, and, and they we were made glad feel, they take it. Yeah, yeah. And so, just come on out. We'll buy you drinks. We'll have so much fun as long as we get to take like pictures of me licking your face after I've had a few. How about that? <laughs> Here's an interesting note: is I hear this. And I hate I I I'm, I hate to say this, but I hear a bit of Dave Brocky from Gore. Oh no voice. shit! Okay. And I want to say that these guys almost remind me of what Gore would have been if they would have been just a straight thrash band. They were they were kind of a like a almost a like a hair. It's like it's like they weren't hair metal exactly, but they had a lot of that stuff in it. Like you know, just kind of tinges here and there. It's like it's kind of like a. It's kind of like a little bit like Wasp. It's like, were they hair metal? Were they like yeah. heavy metal? Or, or, or they, you know, whatever. I feel well, like. That's a very good point. Yeah, I mean, was, I make them. Yeah, Wasp was like, I mean, they were there 
in the middle of the and they hair were, metal scene. And they were had but the big were, hair and they had like the hipsy movesies and stuff the like hipsy that. Movesies. And throwing meat out in the audience, but doing those songs that would That's what it. I'm saying. It's crazy. Throwing uh, meat at the audience. What? Yeah, I mean it was hard times. It was hard to come by meat, so but you realize it was frozen just, in a in a package and people get knocked the fuck out yeah, sometimes. They so just throw like, it and clonk out some lady <laughs> on the front row and go, There you go. Blackie's uh, up there full. It's <laughs> treadmill good times. Yeah, when absolutely. I get on the treadmill to these guys, I'm going, oh, my gosh, I'm going to make it 38 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to do it. It's perfect, man. Um, I do give this a high Spotify or I give it a band camp. I give it a buy yeah. for sure. But I say buy something from this band. Absolutely. Go to the band camp, gammabomb.bandcamp.com and buy something. If you're streaming the music. Buy a T-shirt. Shane, buy the vinyl. Buy something. But buy something from these guys because I think they're great. Plus, we want them to be rich enough to come to Salt Lake. You have a shirt from them that I've seen. It's really cool. Yeah, I do. Like the, their designs on their T-shirts are awesome. So get in there. Get on it. And I say just buy something. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, it's weird now with this. You know, we used to go with the, uh, you know, bone saw, buy it or whatever. But it's like we still now everyone's well, right. But. <laughs> everyone's streaming everything true now. that's true so you have to make that turn to f- go and high spotify this but buy something from the band yeah get a keychain <laughs> get a keychain that'll bring him to salt lake get a beer koozie <laughs> or get that sweet vinyl package you know a lot of them do that with the no get i do the like t-shirt that. get the vinyl i do like get that. a sticker and get an autograph from the singer get a license plate cover Get a license plate cover and get an air freshener. And by the, the way, if you're not doing license plate covers, shame on you. Uh, it's too much. That's all I got. Just high buy. I agree. It, it's a fun, fun album. High buy Spotify. Buy something. Bye bye. Bye bye bye. Baby bye bye bye. Ding. All right. So uh, what do we got next, you guys? Trivia with Mike, Shane, and Ricky. We'll be right back with that. Corpse Cast Trivia with Mike, Shane, and Ricky. Corpse Cast Trivia. All righty, we have Corpse Cast Trivia. Oh, my. I'm so proud of you. Mike gets seven questions. He needs five to win, four to tie. Fair enough. Screw math. Shane's face mathematics. Right <laughs> it's not Fucking about mathematics, math. bro. All righty, first one. Okay. Nin- so no, no, no. Okay, so so the trivia is based on the movie, and it's a sci-fi horror movie, which I suck at sci-fi. Uh, horror. So maybe I hope it is good. on the movie, or maybe it we is did, not. We just did sci-fi, so I can. I'll tell you, it's not sci-fi. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Is it Naked Ladies? Naked ladies. Horror movies with naked ladies. All so right. So anyone only, possible. There's only a million Anything of goes them. goes on this one. <laughs> Let's go. All right. 1996. Hmm. 7.2. Oh, okay. After killing several police officers, Richard and Seth are on the run. They soon take a family hostage to help them escape the country. Shortly after, a quick stop at a dive bar turns into an all-night fight for their lives. Dust till dawn. Turn up the radio. It's All right. from Dust Till Dawn, but oh. I'll give it to you. Okay, thank you. Um, this movie had 122 body count. That was it, this movie was really? awesome. Yeah. By the way, it was oh, beautiful. Yeah. By the way, you know what I watched? Robert Rodriguez directed it. Yeah, 
and I watched Desperado this uh, on VHS this but since last time we recorded. And I'm not going to lie to you, that movie has one of the hottest scenes with Selma Hayek's boobies in it <laughs> of all time. Really? Yes. I love the- and Selma uh, Hayek was in this, too. She didn't, yeah, she didn't show she, boobs, yeah. but she was satanical she that, pandemonium. Yeah. She had the uh, tequila run she down her thigh. I, I remember I was watching, I remember the first time I saw it, I was in a, uh, we were watching a VHS in like, uh, you know, in some, a buddy's basement, and that happened, and I was like- why is my boner hurting right now? Anyway, I love the Desperado movie that towards the end when he got all his buddies and they all had the wep- like the guitar weapons, like yeah. the one guy had a rocket launcher. And-, and by the way, there's a connection between that movie because Antonio Banderas in his guitar case, you know, and then it pops up and there's weapons down there. They had the uh, the the gun with the two barrel or the two whatever that the you love that machine. You, yeah, the oh, love, yeah, machine the love machine gun in that too, which is awesome. Um, another thing here is the. Um, the the movie is called A Drink in Hell in Brazilian Portuguese. Oh, um, also Portuguese. I know some of the body that. parts in the film were actually from other Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez movies. They just brought them in. Have those props. guys made a bad <laughs> they, movie? Yeah, they kind of team up together. They kind of love each other. Yeah, I don't think because well, they did the they did the Grindhouse double feature yeah. thing, mm-hmm. the Planet Terror. Robert the, Rodriguez that. made those uh, made some kids movies, which oh were yeah, great. they were uh, with Antonio Banderas and uh, whatever. yeah, they were great. Too. Like the I Shark Boy, Lava Girl and Shark Boy, or some. Uh, and there was the uh, what were they called? Jesus, Detective fucking Spaceman. I can't remember the titles, but I watched all of them. I had to, and they were kids. enjoyable. Has he done were, anything new, Robert Rodriguez? I don't know. Yeah. I think he's working on some things, yeah. is what I've heard. Cool. Number right. two. Cool. 1993 film, IMDb gives it a 6.7. A mysterious device designed to provide its owner with eternal life. Mm. Resurfaces after 400 years, leaving a trail of destruction in its path. 1993. Okay, is that, are you done? Sorry. I am done now. Uh, 1993. Uh, okay. Say, 1993, 6.2. 6.7. 7. Oh very my good. Gosh, that's very way, that's good. That's way better score. than 6.2. A devi- okay, say that again. Sorry. A mysterious device designed to provide its owner with eternal life. Can you hear me sing your name forever? To ever, yeah. Do you hear me longing? Okay. Eternal okay. life. 1993. Resurfaces after 400 years, leaving a trail of destruction in its path. What year? 1993 or is it 2003? 1993. 6.7. I need some hints on this. Stars. Frederico Lupi, Claudio Brook, and Margarita Isabel. Is it? Uh, is it? Uh, uh, Day of the Day of the Devil? What was it? Day of? Is that even close? That's one. That's one guess. If it's not Day of the Devil, I'll tell you this: There's no day in it. There's no day. Night. Night. Uh, and there's no night in it either. So there's no type of days or nights. And there's no in word 1993. Type in uh, are you? Ta- oh, you're talking about Chronos. Turn up the radio. Damn, this guy's right. good. Cool, Jesus. I got Here's it. Here's a fun it. nugget for you. Directed by who? 
Guillermo del Toro started writing on the script as early as 1984. No kidding. Where it was titled Vampire of the Grey Dawn. Do you know the first time I saw that was at the Tower Theater? And oh, it, really? It blew my mind. Like, and I don't right? think I've seen it since, to it, be honest with you. It kind of woke you up. I was just like, well, I also saw there was a double feature, and I think it was Spank and the Monkey after that, and I was like, I like the first movie better. <laughs> Do you want Vampire of the Grey Dawn or Spank and the Monkey? Yeah, it was a, it was a rough one. And in Spank and the Monkey, the dude F's his mom, so I don't like that at all. Hmm. It's a tower theater. They play art films, so it's like whatever. All right. Is that what gets you to be an art film? It's like, well, we're going to have him make well, love I mean, you to know, his mother. You know, Ari Aster started that way, too. With uh, What was it called again, Ricky? Oh, boy. The one where the what dude. What was that called? Oh, there's something strange about the Johnsons. Yeah. <laughs> Please go watch yeah, that. Yeah, anybody that's listening right now, if you've never. Ari Aster's first film, it's on. You can Google it. It's on YouTube for free, about 30 minutes long. Oh, my heavens. There's something strange about the Johnsons. And there is something it's, stranger than you it can is ever imagine. wonderful. It's awful. Anyway, it is absolutely wonderful. Ricky said, watch this. And I did. And I went, oh, my heavens. This is not. I always try to get people from my work to watch it. I'm like, just give it like I five wish it, minutes. I wish it ended after that first scene because then I could have gone away with a laugh and not like a nauseous feeling. But anyway, all right. Cool, cool, cool. Number three. Nobody usually gets past that first scene. <laughs> As um, they shouldn't. The uh, All right. 1987. Okay. Good year. 7.3. Jeez. Yeah, another banger. Right. Lucy and her two boys, Michael and Sam, move to a small coastal town. After Michael meets a beautiful young woman, he falls into bad company. Bad company till the day I die. His habits begin to drastically change as he spends more and more time with his new friends. Yeah. Now it's up to Sam and his friends to find out what is going on with Michael. Is it the Lost Boys? Turn up the radio! All right, cool. Um, so all the blood in this film had glitter in it to give a shimmering effect. Whoa, like whoa, whoa, whoa. That's like Twilight yeah, stuff. So it's like, I did not know that. That's a good nug. Um... It's kind of a good effect to have, though. Do you right? know? Do you know what's funny? So th- that that movie means a lot to me. Here's why: because in 2008, Mike starts his first horror podcast. Right? It's called the Cadaver Lab. And what was the title of that again? It's called. It's the Cadaver- called the Cadaver Lab. Okay. We did two movies because we felt like we were lost. We didn't know what we were doing, so we did the Lost Boys, and we did a movie called The Lost. So I'm just saying. And you watch the show. Jesus, that was sappy as all hell. Um, (laughs) In the French dubbed version, Chance Michael Corbett's character, Laddie, is called Lady throughout the movie, which implies that he is a girl. Well, that's interesting. uh, That's weird, too. Laddie. He was obviously a little boy. But it could have been either way. Well, especially in this day and age, right? Maybe he was uh, trying to figure out. So there's one other um, interesting thing here. So... The family is moving to Santa Carla, California, from Phoenix, Arizona. However, you love Phoenix. However, in the main titles, as they're driving, the coastline is on their right, which would mean they are driving south. If they're driving from Arizona to Central California, they would never be driving south. Right. Interesting. So they're actually going to Arizona. 
No, they just probably <laughs> flipped the flipped the, uh, the camera. It was just stupid. You know what? Okay, so remember, take me back. Okay, um, because that's Santa Cruz, right? And there's a band. Remember that dump the dump the band. Stellar corpses. Stellar corpses. They have a song about the Lost Boys. Yeah, it's called Lost Boys. <laughs> no, uh, actually, the Sixty Nine Eyes have a song, Lost Boys. Yeah. Uh, but Santa Carla said th- their song was about the Lost Boys in Santa Carla or Clara. But it was a really good song. It was a really good song. There's anyway. a famous song from that was the guy wrote for the movie. Uh, he didn't watch the movie. He just was it. I still believe. How does it go? Oh, he went. I ter- still believe. I still believe. <laughs> no, no, that's no, like, it, was, it. Was that no, cry little yeah. sister? Oh no, no. You know what? I met that guy. By the way, it couldn't yeah, have been. I tell still believe. Story. Because the call. Because the call actually wrote that, and then that guy with the the greased up big tits. He remade it with his saxophone and stuff like that. So it could, no, so but that tell would, him the story about how you had to get the amplifier for that guy to sing. <laughs> oh yeah, the song. dude. So he comes and I can't remember his name. Look up his name while I'm telling the story. little sister. <laughs> and so it was him, and then it was Brooke something, which was one of the what are the Lost Boys? Brooke. I can't, his first name was Brooke, and I can't remember his last name right now. But we had this whole film festival going on in Salt Lake City called Salty Horror Productions Salty or Horror. some shit. I can't remember. Gerard McMahon. G- Gerard McMahon. Yep. So, so uh, the guy running it, his name was Mario, and that's real. His name is Mario. Yeah, Mario. I remember. I'm, I think I met Mario once. Yeah, he's. He, I met Mario. He's once. a weird wheeler and dealer, slick talker kind of guy. Kind of one of those uh, slick talkers. And it's anyway, was jive walkers. So he, he's like basically he goes, dude, I just bought the, I just bought this amp. Will you go pick it up? I'm like, sure, okay, well, okay. So because Gerard McCann was like, hey, I need this kind of this kind of amp, particular for my amp thing. for yeah. my. So I, I drove down to Guitar City, but as I'm driving down there, he calls me. He goes, dude, don't take off any of the stickers or any of the tags or anything like that because he returned it the next day. And you know where else I saw Gerard McCann? In a horror hound where Brooke, I can't remember, Brooke whatever, and, and him were playing it, but Brooke played a box like it was the bongos and all Brooke this stuff. Shields. No, it wasn't Brooke. It was a dude. He was dead, by the way, for drugs. But, uh, yeah, and uh, they are playing that, and Gerard McCann recognized me from Salt Lake City, so that was pretty cool. But like, dude, aren't you the guy that didn't scratch the stickers <laughs> off that app for fucking No, but then that was also the same time I saw uh oh my gosh, uh Bernarski, that guy that wants to kill Well no, you. I did see him too, but what about the the two uh Haim? Corey Haim? Corey I saw Corey Haim. That's the last time anybody yeah. saw him alive. Yeah. This was Corey Haim and Corey Feldman's first movie together. And he was hammered. Is that true? Yeah. Interesting. It was their f- yeah. So so what question was that? One, two, three. Okay, so, so I'm three and zero. I'm doing okay. Yeah. Then I'm I know the good. second movie that they were both in. What's that? A very fucking sexual movie that I enjoyed deeply. License to Drive. I don't know the I don't know the the name of the movie, but it starred Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, and Nicole Eggert. Oh yeah, and she you're was right the sexy it. fucking lady. In she it. was. And they both had, and you could see her naked. Was <sighs> it like the mannequin? No, is that Ow. is that not Corey, Corey's? No, no, that wasn't oh. Corey's. But I'll tell you, it's no. But I've seen that. It I mean, was as a young man. But it was like it a was coming of those, age film where yeah, you yeah, saw Nicole Egger naked. But there was a murder in it. Like yeah. I think Corey, I can't. You know, spoiler alert. One of the Corys <laughs> kills the other Corey. I bet it was Corey Feldman because he's a bitch now. He's like a total. He's, he's all right. He's, no, these, have you seen anything he's been in the yeah. last fifteen years? Because he sucks now. Uh, he had a music video he he did recently. And what happened? It sucked. What? I mean, yeah, hot ladies with youth. 
What's up with you? Yeah, but he's got this, and you can have money. If you have money, you can get ladies around you. Trust me, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's a weirdo. Though. Not that I know. Well, he's got his Corey's Angels. And remember, he kept saying he was going to like release all this dirt on like. He never did. Yeah, he never did. Michael it's Jackson's a, it's, innocent. It's Maybe people threw money. Hashtag yeah, Michael Jackson's innocent. They those he, were just money guys. He he said Michael Jack or he was saying. Michael yeah, he Jackson's never said innocent. that Michael Jackson did anything. But he, he saying, was saying though, there's other people in Hollywood who were fucked up. But oh no, he mentioned one guy, and then it was like nobody Sheen. I'd ever heard of. Charlie on Doctor Oz, he said Charlie. Oh, I Sheen. didn't hear about that. Doctor, uh, I like Dr. how we're Oz. doing a fun, light, light-hearted like trivia, and also yeah, we're Dr. talking about. We're talking about Charlie Sheen fucking... Yeah, no, Dr. Oz said, hey, Corey sorry, are, are you prepared to say who... And he said, and it was he on, said uh, Sheen? No, he, he... Now, to be fair, it wasn't Corey Feldman fair. that was molested. He he was saying, I know who molested Corey Haim. Wait, oh, no shit. And it was on that movie that you're thinking of with Charlie Sheen, Corey Haim. is called uh, Little Pecker. <laughs> I was like, I, I can't remember. Were they What's in the it movie called? Together? Charlie. I don't know. I it's don't called know. Dingo. I can't remember. It was like fucking <laughs> goof. I guess it's good that I'm doing trivia because you can't remember shit right now. Yeah, I know it's terrible, but but, it, but that movie. Oh, it's called Lucas. I haven't seen it. Never heard of it. It's a great little movie, but Charlie Machine. Charlie Machine. Charlie Machine molested. Was everybody. that from? Was that from Eight Millimeter? I Charlie did. Machine? I did have a huge crush on that redhead though. It was Charlie Sheen's uh, girlfriend. We don't know the movie. cheerleader. It's called Lucas. No, well, we, we haven't seen it. Call it in 385-351-9273. Have you ever seen the movie Lucas? Call it in. All right, cool. Number four. Let's go. 1983 film. Oh, okay. IMDb gets it a 6.7. Okay. Lady Miriam subsists upon the blood of her lovers. Who doesn't? Jesus. I know. In return, the guys or girls don't age until Miriam has had enough of them. Unfortunately, that's currently the case with John. So his life expectancy is less than 24 hours. Hmm. Desperately, he seeks help from the famous Dr. Sarah Roberts. She doesn't really believe his story, but becomes curious and contacts Miriam and gets caught in the spell, too. Is it The Hunger? Turn up this guy's good. The radio. That's right. Here's a fun nugget. And you're not going to believe this will blow your fucking socks off. Oh, good. I'm wearing it. I'll see how it goes. David Bowie said that in order to make his voice uh, suitably hoarse, for when he <laughs> aged so drastically in this movie. Do that again. <laughs> he stood on the George Washington Bridge and screamed every night. He was like... <laughs> he was like... People are just walking by like, who's this crazy man screaming? Jesus. Is that David Bowie? I'm going to film this. Is that David Bowie singing, you know, <laughs> Cannibal Corpse lyrics? Jesus. Right. Uh, and he actually learned how to play the cello. No shit. In his musical scene. Susan Sarandon was really hot in this, by the way. And she was a beautiful, I mean, it turns out. See, that's that, how good he is, guys. Well, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. That's how good he is because stars Susan Sarandon, oh. David Bowie, and uh, Cliff DeYoung. 
Do you know what the only time she was ever you are. she was ever hotter than in the hunger was in the video for I'm a mother lover, you're a mother lover, we should have each other's mothers. Each other's mothers. What song is that? It's a lonely, lonely island. island. Yeah. Oh dear. We should watch that video on break. Oh, for sure. No, I think I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're gonna watch you it. You don't again. have to show it to me. No, I we're gonna watch it. it. It's good. All right, Are number ready? five, Ricky. Number five. This is going to be a clean sweep? I don't know. 1985. Okay. 7.1. Oh, my god. Another gosh. sevener. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. <clears throat> New neighbors move in next door to Charlie and his family. Being a horror fanatic, Charlie believes that his neighbors are up to no okay. good. Charlie enlists the help of a washed-up entertainer to help <laughs> take down Jerry from next door. Okay, so... Okay, so I watched this movie, right? And I didn't remember the titty part in Fright Night. Turn, Turn up the radio. radio. I'm watching this with my kids. I thought it was totally clean. But there's one point when Charlie Brewster so is looking out his window. And then there's a Jerry Dandridge over there with the hooker. And her tits are all out. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> hiding it all from oh, the so kids. You, yeah. you, you ganked another one where you could have. What? You I should have, have edited. Black bar off the, no, but I thought I can't. I could. I didn't remember Friday that. Five. Thing. I didn't remember that. I didn't remember that scene. So I was like, "Oh well, I should have done that." What kind of a good father are you? If I you know I'm a bad the movie. And well, because I edited. thought I remembered it. I thought I remembered it, and but you I did can't not do that. I know I shouldn't have done that. Um. So much of the film's budget was spent on special effects. It was the Amazing. first vampire film to spend one million. Dollars on special effects. Oh wow! I feel like um, it's pretty good. Nineteen eighty-five. The song, uh, the song Jerry is whistling as he sneaks into Charlie's bedroom is "Strangers in the Night." Strangers in the night, uh, exchanging glances. They uh, <laughs> they wanted to use "Whistle While You Work," but Disney would not give them permission. Ah, that would have <laughs> been better. Whistle while you know what? It's funny because I hated this guy in sixth grade named Brandon. And I made up a song to that tune. Whistle while you work. Brandon is a jerk. <laughs> Wore a bikini. Bit off his weenie. Now it doesn't work. Bit off his weenie. Jesus. I was in sixth grade, bro. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> it was one other little uh, interesting thing. The character Peter Vincent in the movie is named uh, after Peter Cushing and Vincent Price. Perfect. Perfect. That's nice. Yep. It's a nice homage. No, by the way, I just watched uh, uh, Hound of the Baskervilles from 1959. A Sherlock Holmes that starred Peter Cushing. He played the greatest Peter Cushing in that movie of all time. Amazing movie. Watch it. Do you think they have a marijuana strain called Peter Cush? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there is. I wouldn't, know, I wouldn't know such things, but yeah, I'm sure. If they don't, they better <laughs> fire it up. I'll buy a bag. <laughs> all right. Number six. 2009. Let's get out of the 80s. Let's get out of the 80s. Yeah, for sure. Let's get dancing around in the 2000s. What do you say? I'm down. 2009 film. IMDb gives it a 6.4 in the year. Oh, this is very relevant. Okay. In the year 2019, a plague has transformed the world into fiends. Faced with dwindling blood supply. The fractured dominant race plot their survival. Meanwhile, a researcher works with a covert band of fiends 
on a way to save humankind. Stars tone. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ethan Hawke. Mm. What's that noise? Oh, it's gone. It starts Ethan Hawke. Oh my gosh! Oh. Did you ever see that movie with Ethan Hawke, the time traveling one? You seen that? Hmm. I don't know. Which guy is Ethan Hawke? He's not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Stephen Dorff. When, when they do, when they do, like he's you, not when Stephen they do, uh, that's, yeah. uh, that's once I make sense. No, they do. Uh, they do. They play "I'm My Own Grandpa" in that song is a little hint as to what's going on. Yeah, that was a great movie, by the way. What movie? Do you know what this is? Uh yeah, I know what it is. I'm having a hard time coming up with predestination. Name. Sorry, hold up, pre. Jesus, he's getting a hotline call. What the hell? Yes, you've called the Corpse Cast. The was someone calling? See if you could. Yeah, do- my dad just called because he wants to talk more about the. Uh, you should do the, that for the podcast. The brackets take live calls. But no, Predestination is a time travel movie with Ethan Hawke that's actually really good. Okay, so this was called. I can't, oh man, I can't remember. You're bumping that around quite a bit. Uh, let's see. Shake it, shake. Don't bump it on the table. Shake, jerk it, it. twist it, bop it, <laughs> shake it, <laughs> swap it, clap it, clam it, suck it. Fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I mean, I've already won, so I'm going to, I'm going to kind of die on this oh, one. Oh, come on. I'm going to, tr- no, I'm trying, I could see what it. Kind of, can, what are you, a man or a mouse? No, I'm trying to be a man. I could, I know the movie. What are you, a trash it. can or a trash can't? That's a good right? point. Oh, oh my gosh. I see it. It's, uh, oh, oh my gosh. I see it. I can see the movie. Dwindling blood supply. It's got, uh, it's got, uh, what's his name? Uh, for, with the big dick in it. Ron Jeremy? No, uh, no, the guy that was in Antichrist. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I'm not going to say you're not. No, I'm. I know right. I'm right. I know he, I'm right. He knows the movie. It has Ethan Hawke and it has that yeah, guy. He it, knows what like, movie it is. Oh, what is his? Um, I don't think it's got. Why am Ethan I drawing Hawk? a blank? The guy from Spider Man. Yeah, exactly. The it's Green like, I am Tobias. So, I am such a. I, I'm a kind of a scientist myself. Guy from Antichrist. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is called. Uh, I'll get. I'll take the deuce. I'm not gonna get it. Daybreakers. I knew it. Okay. Uh, stars, and you know that's interesting. There's no Ethan Hawke in this, because I I got stars. Simeon Garvey, Gabriella Delabia. Delabia. I swear Ethan Hawke was in this. And Harriet Minto Day. Well, look it up, because I promise you that Ethan Hawke is in this. I I didn't deliberately go around it, but my fun nugget is. Yeah. This movie was released. In the USA on January 8th, 2010, birthday of one Elvis Presley. Ooh. William Defoe was it? The yeah, character, William Defoe, but Ethan Hawke's in it. Yeah, Ethan Hawke's in it. Totally. The character played by Willem Defoe yeah. is named Elvis because of his love for Presley's song. Do you know what his best song is? Elvis' best song? None. Yeah, I'd say not. Sam Neill is also in the movie. Only fool. Do you know how many times I've sent that that song to women, and then they think that it's all like anyway. Let's 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 move on. How many times you've sent that song to, to women? women, and then it's like they're like they're putty in my hands after that. Really? <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to go the other way. We were like, they never call they me back. Never talk to me again. <laughs> all right. Okay. So I'm. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm. I lost that one. Daybreaker. She's two thousand eight. Okay. 7.9. Nice. I got all sevens I gave you. Oscar, being an outcast at school, is constantly picked on by other children. 
A new and mysterious neighbor moves in next door, and Oscar quickly becomes intrigued. Oh, my gosh. When he finds out their deadly secret, he must decide whether to keep it or lose the only friend he has ever had. I know this one, too, and I'm having a hard time coming up with a name. Oh, I know this one, too. It's the one made in, like, uh, one of the Scandinavian countries. And, Sweden. And there's a girl who turns out to be a vampire. Oscar. And in the whole swimming oh, scene at the end is. is amazing. Do you remember the name? No. Because I'm having a hard time with the name. Oh, it's we, called Unschweinzenhörten. Uh, 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 oh, my gosh. It's called Klemenschlein. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, keep talking. Give me a hint. It's called Unsen. Oh, what's boy. That? It's, oh, what's that? Is that? A, it's a Swedish term, the Stockholm Syndrome, right? Oh, my right? gosh. Sweden. Is that a yeah, Sweden? Stockholm Syndrome is, is, is what they did to Patty LaBelle when she was over there. They grabbed a hold of her, took her hostage. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, and then they, they like Then she robbed the liking. bank. Yeah. They're like, it's man, something I'm like down for this. We are, are we are, we part are of the youth of the nation. <laughs> Everybody's screaming at me right now because this is like, see, are. that's a you owe me a Coke. Youth that's the, the second nation. time tonight. He said Tanya, but both of our songs ended with I said, We, we are, are youth we of the are. nation. I said rhythm nation. And they connected perfectly. Yeah. You guys both owe me Diet Cokes. I, you know, I'll give the deuce I won. Let's just, let's get this over with. Let the right one yeah, in. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Almost every scene in the movie contains the color red or red-orange, a clear reference to the color of blood. Yep. Um, in the film's oh, final scene. Got, I should have got both of those. Yeah. Dang it. In the film's final scene, Oscar and Ellie use Morse code to communicate. They are tapping out the letters. P- that happens in Psycho Gorman as well. P-U-S-S. Pose. Which is sweetest for... Small kiss. Aww. Oh, that's whoa, nice. whoa! You're telling me small kiss in Swedish is puss. Puss. Interesting. Small kiss on your. Interesting. What do you want me to do? I'm going to give you a kiss on your. Yeah, puss. That's that's a. <laughs> that's a little bit weird. Okay, well, good. So I won. Kids. I feel a little bit upset that I didn't get those last two, but it's yeah. it's always nice to win. So, you know, thank you guys. We gave you a nice easy one. Yeah, and it was about vampires, obviously. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do because we're talking about space vampires. And there's a fun, I, I, you, maybe you knew, but the Life Force movie is based off a book, a book called Space Vampires. Yeah. Yes. And I've got all that notes coming up after the trailer. Coming we up play next after these right commercials. Manscaped, do you shave? From the director of Poltergeist and the writer of Alien comes a terrifying new film. I'm getting a very small radar cross-section. 150 miles long. EGR's confirmed. Tell them we have an artificial object out here. In the tale of Haley's Comet, there's something wrong. Something ancient. Something evil. Jesus. Houston, we have a problem. Something's happening to me. Something hungry that's brought to Earth. She's destroyed worlds. That girl was no girl. She was totally alien to this planet and our life form. And totally dangerous. I just found a body in Hyde Park. 
Force. Close your eyes. I visited you how? In my mind. Let it go! It's already spreading. You didn't stop it, it's too late. With me. Life Force. The terror has just begun. All right, you guys, you just heard the trailer for Life Force from 1985. IMDb gives us a 6.2. It was directed by none other than Toby Hooper. Bless your soul. And by the way, Master of Horror himself, 40 directorial credits. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start with this one because it, cause it's his worst one that he's ever directed. Jin from 2013. That was a really shitty movie, by the way. Sorry, sorry, Master of Horror. What's uh, that? DJINN. It's about a genie. Oh. And it wasn't even nearly as good as Wishmaster, which I... Yeah, that's I, what I was thinking you were going with. But <laughs> no. That might have been a... That might have been a demon that I'd like to hang out with. Yeah. Oh, was, no, that's a good... That's yeah. actually a good one. Yeah. The Wishmaster. He was fun. Um, you, know, you have three wishes. Uh. He did Mortuary 2005, which is good. Eaten Alive 1976, a crazy grindhouse type movie where people would go to an uh, like a motel, and the dude would get make people get eaten by the crocodile that was in the uh, little swamp right by. I gotta watch that. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1973, Texas yes. Chainsaw Massacre ni- or two 1987, Salem's Lot, The Fun House yes. 1981, The Mangler 1995, which I feel like is actually a pretty decent movie, The Mangler, even though it's 1995. And it Give had me that, a synopsis. Uh, basically, a guy goes into a uh, a new job. I, he's he's on the run. He goes to a new job to work in a cotton factory or a wool factory or something like that and make textiles. And all hell breaks loose when he starts to work after hours. Also, it's what... Oh, yeah. Okay, I yeah. watched that. Yeah. That's good. It's also what Shane calls his penis. <laughs> his penis. The mailer. Uh, <laughs> he did so much stuff. He was in the masses of horror, blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, Toby Hooper passed away in 2017. Rest in peace. It was written by... Uh, well, first of all, the novel... It was based off a novel by Colin Wilson in 1976 named The Space Vampires. Thank you for that, Ricky. Um, Dan Jacoby wrote the screenplay or has half a, well, there's two people who have credits for the screenplay. We'll, we'll start with Dan. I Dan do Jacoby. have a question about this okay. as soon as you get to okay. whatever you're doing. Da- Dan Jacoby wrote Death Wish 3, John Carpenter's Vampires, by the way, which I love. I love that movie. Why don't so you much. marry it? Well, I should. I wish I could. I wish, well, these days you can marry anything. So it's like, what my, year did that come You can marry a uh, 19, oh. Oh, uh, are you talking about the John, uh, John Carpenter's Vampires? Uh, probably between 2000 2010, hmm. something like that. I don't so, know if no, I've seen it. it was really good. John Carpenter's Vampires, Evolution. He also wrote Evolution with Fox Mulder. You know, it was kind of a uh, alien invasion slash uh, uh, comedy, and it had. Uh, oh, that's right. I heard an interview. It was with him. really yeah. good. It was really good, and it's funny. It was it was a hilarious movie. It, it was kind of more of a popcorn movie type of thing. Right. But I love when Dan Aykroyd showed up and he goes. I'm not going to take this from any hairy no-nose chimp. And I don't, that was, that was uh, not a direct quote, but it was still funny. But it was also, the screenplay was written by Dan O'Bannon. Ah, uh, that's my question. Dark Star, 
He has 34 writing credits. Dark Star with John Carpenter. Alien. Yes, that alien. He co-wrote that one. Uh-huh. Uh, Dead and Buried. Return of the Living Dead, which, by the way, it's funny because it, that's back in the day when Night of the Living Dead and Return of the Living Dead kind of split off. Dan yeah. O'Bannon taking the Return of the Living Dead. George Romero taking Night of the Living Dead. And that went really great. Both, I'm just. That's kind of like when 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 Dave Mustaine left Megadeth and now or Metallica. Now we God have, bless him. Now we have both bands, which the is the best thing that he ever did. I absolutely agree. Kicked with you. out of Metallica. He also wrote Total Recall and on and on and on. and on, starring Steve Railsback, the main guy, Colonel Tom Carlson. By the way, he's a genre legend. I don't know if you guys knew that. The main guy, 90 acting credits. He made his name in a 1976, I think it was made for TV, Helter Skelter, where he played, uh, I was going to say Marilyn Manson, but it was uh, the other Charlie Manson. Charlie Manson, Manson yeah. Uh, now I picture his fucking face because well, the whole time I was going, I, that guy looks He played it so me. good. No, he's been in a ton of shit, by yeah. the way. Uh, Deadly Games, Turkey Shoot, and a bunch of other stuff. Turkey Shoot was an Australian kind of exploitation movie, which was really good. Peter Firth is Colin Kane, very recognizable face, but uh, you don't know his name, but you have seen him a million times. Uh, Matilda May is Space Girl. Yes. <laughs> I haven't, Betsy. Matilda um, May. I haven't. There was a lady named Aubrey Morris. Is, uh, a, 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 sorry. A, Ellen. It's a girl name. But his name is Aubrey Morris. Is Sir Percy Hestil, Hesteltine. I was racking my like I was watching this. Was like, I was like, where have I seen this guy? Well, guess where he's from? A Clockwork Orange, The Wicker Man. He was a funeral home owner at uh, in the Bordello of Blood, which of course gave us the greatest line of all time in any movie. Just imagine Angie Everhart saying, Two, four, six, eight, you can watch me masturbate. Oh yeah. All right, <laughs> when we had that. Um also it starred uh uh, Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Picard. Yeah, with hair on the Well, sides. I mean, a little bit. I mean, yeah. he had that, same kind uh, of hair, right? What do you yeah. call that? What do you call There's a name for that when you grow it around the side. It's called a male top. pattern baldness thing, and you could you Yeah, couldn't. but there's a name for it. You guys know. go, man, I, I've got the... Well, that's the, what I have right now. I that's all I've got. Boat. I've got the... Cul-de-sac? Cul-de-sac. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. that should be the name. <laughs> Okay, so here's the plot. A British-slash-American crew are out on a space mission. I'm glad we came together after we kicked their asses in uh, the Revolutionary War with pitchforks and other farm equipment right. to gain our independence. But I'm glad that they could forgive us and we could totally get back to normal and get go on back on Let's space Let's go thing. to space. Um, they're, uh, they, they find a 150-mile-long ship flying in the coma of Halley's Comet. Do you guys know what a coma is? Yeah. Name it. What is it? It's when you're asleep no. for a long period of time. The coma of a comet <coughs> is the me. empty space. No, it's the it's the the tail. It's it's the tail of ice particles and other space dust and stuff like that. Halley's comet. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, it's a very interesting looking ship. It looks almost organic inside. They find a bunch of dead occupants that look like giant human bats. They go further into a stretch of the ship that looks like a birth canal. And the dude even says, it's almost like I've been here before. As if he could remember going down the birth canal. Okay, right. let's be real lame. Uh, the final portion of the ship, they find that there are three bodies that look like humans encased in glass coffins or pods. I don't know what you call those. They weren't necessarily coffins. I feel like pods may, may be a But when they word. came down, the astronauts came down. 
Yeah. What did you see when the, when, when the light opened up and you saw them coming down into the thing? You saw the shape of a coffin. When yeah. They, when they fell down. That's what I'm saying. To say, Roger, we're heading over there to where the crystal coffins are. <laughs> well, and I'm not going to lie to or you. Or to where the bats are, the bat flying bats. <laughs> I hope that one day I'll be flying through space and I'll go down into a chamber where there are three coffins. And in the in the middle one, the most mm, pronounced mm, one, mm, there is a beautiful naked lady, and you yes can indeed. see not only her boobies, but her down belows. Mm, yes, I can't wait for that. <laughs> um, ter- Colonel Tom Carlson couldn't help but immediately feel a deep and profound connection with the female because there was one female and two males. Um, I mean, I, I mean, listen, it's twenty twenty one. I feel like if they remade that, he would have a Which deep connection because with one of the males. That's fine. Right. Not There's anything wrong with that. However, this woman, who's only credited as the space girl, yeah. Matilda May, was B-E-A-U-tiful. Uh, there was also like some weird coats or something in front of the males, though. Well, good, because I didn't want to see their dicks. It's like, oh, well, it's oh, he got, oh, he got into his crystal we, pod. We only, we only show the, the V. We don't show the dicks. Okay. It's 1985. Oh, he got in his crystal pod, but he had his jacket with him to cover up his. <laughs> it's just like a man to go, Jesus, let me have a something to fucking cover this up. Hey, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. That's fine with me. What I'm if they're okay going to freeze me, man? <laughs> It'd be funny if he just. I'm not going to lie to you. With, with the size kind of, of my dick, cloth. I hope that I have a loincloth on. It'd Let's be, be real. It'd be funny if he just. Put it like a sock over it. <laughs> <laughs> like a... Rich Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Okay, so um, they take these specimens from there. That was a... Mm, yeah, not long. Ago. That was a... Mm, yeah. Because you're let's loving not, the Red let's Hot Let's not chi- talk about the you Red love Hot... love the Chili No, boys. because their, their last great album was from 1992, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, and then everything they've done after that is trash. Let's be Jesus. real. Trash. Garbage, garbage. This good, isn't a couple uh, good songs. No, no Red good Hot songs. Chili Pepper bash nope, party. No, nope. yes, it is. It's always a Red Hot Chili Pepper bash party when you're around Mike Cadaver. So these these astronauts take the specimens plus one of the bat-like creatures back to their ship to further their studies. We get an update that happens 30 days later. At that point, Mission Control, down in London, Ground Control has lost Ready? contact with the ship. They're actually getting no response from the ship at all. They send out another space shuttle to see what's going on. By the way, I liked how there was two space shuttles. I know. It's weird, right? Because this the shuttle doesn't really do anything but launch you into space. Wrong? It, 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 that's no, not because the, sh- that's because not the, the ship they're no, driving no, no, around no, no, in wrong, space wrong, through. Wrong, wrong, No, you're absolutely wrong because the space shuttle has two, wrong, has, two giant, take- has two giant, like, like fuel balls on it. Yeah. It and then just, the fuel balls go to- away. No, the fuel, ball, the fuel balls go away. For a and then the shuttle move out. Oh my gosh! I can't. It's believe. a shuttle. I can't it, believe it. It shuttles you out to the space station. No, right? you're not. You're not flying. Bro, yes, you are. Space. All right, we'll it, talk bro. about this later. But you're not like a thousand. Oh my miles gosh! In I space. can't. Bro, the space shuttle is the most amazing thing that's ever happened, except for uh, uh, Elon Musk exploded. Oh jeez. <laughs> okay, so they send out another space. That was challenger that well I mean, that, that touched me deep in the heart anyways go on with it they send out another space shuttle to figure out what's going on when they re- when the rescue uh, crew gets there they find bloodshed and death upon the original ship a fire has ravaged the inside and the crew are dead and the escape pod has been launched the only thing left are the three specimens that were found on the ship 
They take the bodies to a London Space Research Center when they decide to start studying the specimens. The female make, uh, sorry, the female awakens and makes one of the guards so horny. How do you not want to? Right? I mean, okay, so so let me ask you guys. I know I'm in the middle of plot and we don't I don't like when we talk during this part. But oh. here's the thing. So she gets up and she's buck naked and you're the guard walking and you've got your space kind of suit on, you know, your 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 space uh, helmet. NASA. And then all of a sudden, this Breathing hot chick goes on. She take, She's naked, and you take off all your clothes. Is that a moment where it's like, if it's too good to be true, maybe it is? Or is your boner just being like, no. nah, bro, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. All right. Just, I'm running. I'm running I'm away for it. I'm running and screaming. No, I'm I'm not going to lie to you. You're running You know what she did? Yeah. She kissed him and then sucked all the life out of him with poltergeisty like, special effects of him. By the way, Toby Hooper directed Poltergeist. Exactly, so and I was curious about that music because the music was great for that. Well, because uh, because uh, the guy who the did Friday the Thirteenth did that, and I can't remember his name. I have it written down there. And also, Henry the guy Mancini. who did yeah, Harry Man- Henry uh, Harry uh, anyway Mancini did it. And then also Michael Kamen who did S and M with uh, Metallica. Just uh, a little. Oh, really? Yeah, just Symphony. A, and they Metallica. did. They did. They did a little bit of both in the American release. We'll get into that a little bit later. She sucks out his essence, and he's left as a husk of a body. She escapes a medical compound, still naked, and out for more human essence. Along with her, the other male counterparts wake up as well, but they weren't as lucky because they got blown up. Or did they? Or did they? Meanwhile, in Texas, we find out what happened to the escape pod. Colonel Tom Carlson lands, and he is brought in to answer questions about what happened to the ship and offer any advice about how to stop the now-escaped subject. They learn more about the alien's power and what their capabilities are, what her true nature is, and eventually learn what she is up to. Will, Co- will Colonel Tom Carlson and crew be able to stop her before she's able to finish her endgame? How weird was it when Jean-Luc Picard talked, about a, talked, but a woman's voice came out? Was that weird? That was weird. And how many times can I watch the first part of this movie over and over because of the fully naked woman? Find out by watching Life Force from 1985. Yes. Before I let you guys go. Do you realize that this was Jean-Luc Picard's first on-screen kiss? Ooh, I did kiss. not. First oh, kiss, kiss or first movie? No, no, it's his first on-screen kiss, and it was with a Steve man. Railsback. <laughs> I thought that was a funny little too. What do you guys think? Um, I liked it. Um, it starts off a little slow, um, but I, I think it's it was good. Do you know this was cut down from like? Hello long. Oh my god! I don't even it say was two hours. It, yeah, yeah, this is two was two hours, but this right is like two forty or something. But um, I could see that because it did it anyway. Um, yeah, obviously the whole uh, naked chick part was great. She, was, <laughs> uh, she was very sexy. Well, let's get the elephant out of the room right now. Matilda May is buck naked, kind of throughout the whole movie, but you realize that she only had seven minutes of screen time in the whole movie. Which is crazy to me because it seemed maybe time slows down when you see a buck naked lady. And that's all you remember from this movie. Yes, absolutely. Anything that you'll see online is Matilda May. Naked. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it starts off a little slow, but then it really ramps up at the end. Um, it's just it's complete chaos. Absolutely. London, um, Apocalypse yeah. London. And um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It. Um, that so that camera's dead for the rest of the time. Yeah, it, it was fun. It was entertaining. There was a couple cheesy parts here and there, but overall, I'd say it's definitely um, 
definitely a high watch. All right, cool. I also thought, wouldn't it be funny if instead of like sucking the life force like out of a kiss, they had to suck it out of their ass? Oh, <laughs> I thought that was going somewhere different. I thought <laughs> I thought it was going to be. Listen, they would rather suck the life out of somebody through a puss, which means a kiss on the cheek. Right. Then out of their ass. Let's be real. But it'd just be funny. It's like they have to like take the person's pants off. And- <laughs> Get over here! I must. <laughs> no, in 1985, dude's been over and she's sucking his ass. Now that would be awesome. That would be. Hey, awesome. what is that over there? Did somebody drop a dollar? Or like. You sneak up, he sneaks up behind someone at a urinal and like tries to like just Dude. <laughs> suck it through his ass as he's peeing. Oh, yeah, okay, that's cool. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> well, I mean, if you was ticking the ba- tickling balls to the pants, you I'm go, not hey, gonna lie to you. If that were the case, she was tickling balls and sucking my essence, I'd be like, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready. It's like time to go. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, who's tickling my nuts? I mean, they could do like a porno parody of where you had to just eat nuts. The minute you said but that, it like sucks their life force. They're doing it right now. The <laughs> minute you said probably that, they're it. going, Ricky. You don't think you. there's a porno out there where they're sucking the life out of an asshole? I don't think so. Well, make at it. least they, give call your guys. Call your guys from uh, what should we call from it? your movie down oh, in yeah. The, what should we call it? Oh, Crocodile no. Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> the ass call the sucker. call the producers, directors, yeah, just ass suckers. I got an idea, bros. <laughs> Use your accent, though. Listen. Hey, mate, I've got an idea. <laughs> How about they bend over and we suck their souls out of the ass? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got that club. So what you got on this? I I enjoyed it. It was long. It was it was two hours. It is almost. a slog, but. It helps it was with enjoyable. the titties. It was enjoyable. She's beautiful. Matilda May, beautiful. I loved the uh, practical effects. I loved them. Yep. Yeah. The, I loved the soundtrack. I loved the uh, the cinematography, the way absolutely. he worked those cameras. Absolutely. Um, they could have carved out a solid 30 minutes of this thing. but it, uh, overall, Well, and they carved out a, a good 30 minutes of this thing before this cut. Is there a director's cut? I, uh, maybe I actually, to be honest with you, not Something to I'll spoil it, but I did buy a Blu-ray of this that has the other uh, uh, version of it, and we'll see how that goes. I'd love to report the back. director's it's, cut. I feel like, well, I don't know, I don't know what they call it, the director's cut, but it's like a ton. I, I don't know. I feel like it's mostly just uh, uh, parts that they cut out that they're showing again. So, but we'll see. I'd sit through Toby Hooper. I'd sit through a three-hour, you know. Uh, version of this with Toby Hooper, yeah, telling me every single scene of what happened. Oh yeah, I, I thought it was it looked great. It was, but here's the thing that I wanted to say about Aliens. Okay, I don't know there. I've I I feel like I saw a documentary or something that talked about Dan O'Bannon and Alien. Yeah, and the beginning of that was shockingly like, oh my god, there's something weird going on here. With Alien and with this movie. And then you go, all right, it's just a naked lady that's uh, going to be a whatever, and we go back to Earth. Uh-huh. But the beginning of it, I was like, that almost looks like Geiger. Man, they are all dying. We got one more to head us through, but anyway. That gonna... almost looks like Geiger-esque shit sure. when they were coming yeah. through. Uh, I give it a bye. I liked it. I thought it was good. It was a little long. 
I would never watch it again. No pun intended body. because my that's what my dick got when I'm watching it. Okay, first thing I want to say about this is this was released by the Canon Group, right? And okay. there's a documentary about Canon Films. It's called Electric Boogaloo, The Wild Untold Story of Canon Films. It came out in 2014. Everybody needs to watch it. And also, when you watch it, make sure you have like a pen and paper out because you're going to want to write down all these movies you've never seen before and you're going to want to watch them. It's amazing. Um, the effects in this movie, I feel like the ship was gorgeous. I feel like, I mean, this wasn't like the hugest budget ever, but I mean, they made it look really cool. Yeah. They made it in, in, and uh, the design was awesome, all this stuff like that. Uh, Apocalyptic London, by the way, were awesome. I loved like all the mayhem that was going on there, yeah, totally and all the buildings that were dead, and you know, in the in the long shot stuff like that. Um, there was a lot of poltergeist esque special effects in this one, and even sound. It was like, yeah. I mean, it's Toby Hooper and a guy named John Dykstra was a lead uh, effects guy on this, and I don't. I wonder if he did poltergeist. Um, of course, in its time, this movie got poor reviews. Um, I get the feeling sometimes, though, the critics in the 80s were assholes. Sure. It's like they didn't like anything good. So it's like, I don't really critics care. Critics nowadays are assholes, too. Well, I don't care about critics these days yeah, anymore. Um, there were hints of poltergeist in Return of the Living Dead. I know it, this is not like an exactly, like a, what do you call it, a hidden gem in horror or anything like that. Um, but even if you, like the overall feel of the of the movie is like, even if there wasn't a naked lady, the whole, you know, most of the time. This is a great one to take you back to yeah. the 80s. It looked great. All the special effects, all the practical effects. In fact, when they sucked the life out of somebody and it was kind of zombie-esque or whatever, I thought those guys looked great. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, when they I, got the lady on the table and they were, you know, checking her out. Oh, yeah. I was like, this that, is It kind of reminds me of Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Like, I... You know, it, it. why do you suck brains? Because it hurts. Or I can't remember what yeah, she said, yeah. but it's kind of that kind of shit. I did have a, uh, I did have a part where I'm like, this is two hours long. Maybe it shouldn't have been quite two hours long. Um, that was my only critique of this movie, to be honest with you. I do have a bunch of nugs. Um, okay, do you know that Billy Idol has said to be offered offered the lead as one of the vampires? In this movie, oh, which would have been nice cool. Night for, uh, uh, Matilda day, May had day. to learn her lines phonetically for her audition because she didn't know any English. Oh, director's cut was two two hours and eight minutes, and the movie was cut down. I mean, I guess that's only what twelve minutes that they cut out of it. Um, let's see. Matilda May has only seven minutes of screen time. Like I said, most of these scenes were played. She played totally nude. While sometimes she is covered only by a diaphanous robe. I don't know what that means. Uh, but here's the thing. So Toby Hooper was like, hey, let's shave it down there. You know? And he's like, whoa, let's let's do it. Because I don't do I don't want to see a big mess down there. That was Toby Hooper. But then the late the 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 like makeup lady was like, Well, then she looks like a little girl. And he's like, Okay, cool. But so she grew it out and they like dyed it like lighter just to make the effect really? on like Man, can I get that job? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's see. Um, <laughs> uh, Patrick Stewart has his first on-screen kiss. Like I said, um, this was promoted under the film. Uh, uh, sorry, under the title "The Space Vampires." However, producers the 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 uh, Menhem Gol- Golan and Yoram Globus were like, "Well, this this kind of sounds like the rest of the shitty movies we put out, so let's call it something different." Life Force, and you know, for obvious reasons. Um, so I love this movie. 
I give this a high buy. I bought it. And uh, this, I mean, I haven't watched this one a ton of times. It's in a my good life, one, man. But I, I did mean, love it. It looks it, great. I it's, feel like it's the essence of like an 80s movie, except for I feel like they treated it pretty straightforward as opposed to and like it's not, getting a lot of comedy in it. Yeah, it's not done like somebody that's going to shoot an 80s movie. Right. It's people that know how to make a fucking movie. And it just and happens to have a ton of naked ladies. And it's got some beautiful ladies. And <laughs> all I love it takes it. is a sword. <laughs> okay. Spoiler alert. A sword to the, to the right under their heart. Hey, I didn't say anything. All right. But no, I loved it. But really, that's all I got about this movie. I was happy to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Ricky, it, was, it was enjoyable. Why don't you give us a reminder about the question of the episode? Uh, next question is, um, what did I say? Oh, yeah. So uh, a sequel or a horror movie that you think should have had a sequel. Yes. And uh, what are your thoughts on how, what the plot would be? Or rewrite it? a sequel. Or rewrite a sequel, yeah. But, yeah. Cool. Call that in at 385-351-9273. That is 385-351-9273. And don't forget... Now that I fix up the Roku channel to hit Corpse Cast on the Roku channel, hit us up on on uh, YouTube because that's where I feel like I want most people to go watch us. Yeah, on check YouTube. it out on YouTube. We just put up. I'm I'm almost caught up with. Uh, well, now I'm not because we just recorded a new episode one. coming up this week. So we've got it and uh, go check it out. Coming up, search this week. the Corpse yeah. Cast on uh, coming YouTube. at you live. And uh, we got our Vimeo. We got our CorpseCollective.com. We've got Premium.CorpseCollective.net. We've got our OnlyFans with my gaping butthole, which Ricky said last time he was. It's disgusting, but you won't believe what we do to it. We're going to try to suck the life force out of each other's asses. (laughs) But I think that's it. You guys got anything else? That's it. So, for the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. Take it easy.